ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਫਤਿਹ ਟੂਲਾ ਲਿਸਨਰਸ ਥੈਂਕ ਯੂ ਵੈਰੀ ਮਚ ਫੋਰ ਜੁਆਇਨਿੰਗ ਅਸ ਔਨ ਆਵਰ 31st ਯੈਸ ਯੂ ਗਾਇਸ ਹਰ ਇਟ ਕਰੈਕਟ 31st ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ ਇਸ 31 ਵੀਕਸ ਆਫ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦ ਡਿਸਕਸਿੰਗ ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ and uh, we hope you enjoyed yourself and hopefully you've enjoyed our podcasts and this week we have absolutely a full agenda to talk about look you know we do try and limit the time sometimes to the agenda but you know there's so much to talk about we do overrun so please forgive us if you think okay you know what there's so much to talk about but at the end day there are topics that we have to cover that we need to cover results are so big and so forth this week we know there is a big big story of the weekend but to let the make the listeners aware we will be doing a separate podcast on manchester united's ole gunnar solskjaer manager situation after this one because we do know that if we put that in this agenda we could probably going off for 2 3 hours all right so without much further ado this week's agenda once we welcome we're going to do a weekend recap we'll talk about the impact of gerard bielsa has the wheels come off benitez did the wheels ever go on right uh, right we're talking we're going to talk about the the new system of play on the full backs and the wing backs we've seen the way reece james and the um, liverpool system and the you know robertsons and play of this world so we're going to discuss that new system that a lot of the teams are adopting um and what's what suits what's better what's which one do you prefer you know so we're having a look into that as well So without without much further ado um we I'll be introducing our, our panelists and I'll go to resident panel Uncle Bell who can introduce himself so over to you Waigruji ka khalsa Waigruji pate Bharat Singh here um all the way from God's own country Leeds Leeds um the northern correspondent I'm going to get that in there I know Arundeep Singh loves that when I say it so yeah the northern correspondent um all things liverpool but yeah let's get on with it excellent vaigruji ka khalsa vaigruji ki fateh jandeep singh here um also with uh, bulraj singh from the northern contingent representing leeds but also going a step further and representing leeds united you know it's the, the baddest team in the country they might not Ooh. be doing great at the table but you know <laughs> then 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 haven't run out of steam yet you know guys so you know i've got my hopes still pinned there solid it's all good man jolo eh why did you call to why did you call on navrad saying i am the i've been affectionately called the punjabi gary neville because as we know gary <laughs> neville is the best pundit the best pundit on tv who knows it all so you know i i, I take that with a with a with a compliment so i took all things red white and black uh, manchester united right all the way and uh, we will be talking about the living legend in a while so <laughs> right over to uh, today's agenda so guys 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 what a weekend right yeah, you know what a weekend, what, yeah, what a weekend of results and uh, crazy. crazy isn't it you know so i mean i'm mean, let's let's talk about the the game up north let's start from yesterday right actually the game up north happened in london right i mean <laughs> i mean, we've seen uh, last week we what we all saw was uh, conte the manager that people think that united missed out on right and uh, i'm personally 
don't think United missed out on Conte. I, uh, you know, but again, we'll talk more about that a bit later. I'm, I'm, I don't have a have an, um, any any uh, of source kind of thing that we missed out on him because we didn't miss out on him. I don't think we wanted him. Uh, but he's a great manager. Don't get me wrong. But he's he's with uh, Spurs and Spurs just about squeezed the result out of, out of Leeds yesterday. I, I think that's quite right. They only just squeezed it out. You know what I mean? Did ก็จะอยู่สกีตรีเออก็จะอยู่สกีตรีเออก็จะอยู่สกีตรีเออก็จะอยู่สกีตรีเออก็จะอยู่สกีตรีเออก็จะอยู่สกีตรีเออก็จ
is there potentially a little bit of burnout, do you think, because of Bielsa Ball? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I, I think I don't think completely. Partially, yes, but not completely. For example, right. look at Junior Firpo. He's been yeah. out for an injury and he, he wasn't in the championship. He's only been no, he wasn't. at the start of the season. We've got um, that other Robin... Uh, I don't want to say Kosh guy. I don't want to say the other word. That is how you properly pronounce it. You know, he's you know he was only with us last season, and he's been out with it with a kind of some kind of pelvic injury. So he's hip injury. So he hasn't played. You know, and and these are injuries that haven't been caused through a prolonged Bielsa ball. These are right, just okay. what have just happened in it. So, but I think with some other players like Ailing, for example, and Bamford, those could be injuries that they got earlier last season. And because they haven't had a full recovery, they're yeah. probably biting them now. Right. But the, I, I mentioned this last time on the podcast. I think you've also got to take into account, I think their preseason was absolutely shambolic. Their preseason, they were playing top teams, assuming they could compete with the top players. I think that knocked their confidence for, for, for six because they lost like 4-0 to Ajax. They lost to uh, uh, um, Real Betis. In the preseason, the lot you know the drew with Villa Real Sociedad, I think something like that. Yeah. So, I think that all that preseason has an impact as well, and then getting thrashed five one by Man United on the first day, but yeah. it all has an impact. Um, I mean, it, it it does. Um, I mean, could it be more than that though? Could it be the fact that um maybe you overachieved in the first season where you took people by surprise and you had the shock surprise, a little bit like Sheffield United, you could say. You know, they took a lot of people by surprise. They ended at the top of the table, all that kind of stuff. And now this season, uh, it's more of a grind, right? You know, and what you're going to find is that you actually did need to maybe refresh the squad a little bit more in the summer rather than just yeah. do a couple of players that you had. And maybe think- and maybe you got a bit carried away with the, from last season's achievements, maybe. You know, so I, I don't know. Oh, I'd agree with you. I, I'd agree with that. That's another part of the reason, totally. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so many different, kind of elements to the whole why we're in this situation right you're right I think that's part of the reason too we didn't get the midfielders that that we were talking about we're talking about bringing in you know Matias Cunha you know an Argentinian uh, uh, midfielder you know we didn't pick him Conor Gallagher was with Leeds United for a couple of weeks and then he chose Crystal Palace Um, and and, you know there's a couple of others as well who just didn't just didn't materialise and then Ben White White was another one yeah, but but that was we we were just not going to pay fifty million for him. There's no way that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, what well, one thing as well that the, and it's a criticism that um, one of my my friends um, who I used to work with is a massive Leeds fan, and a criticism that he said and a few others have echoed, like going back to the first game of the season when Leeds lost to Manchester United, and then again this match yesterday against Tottenham. Um, after the match, they've been humiliated, they've been beaten, yeah. But then, like Phillips yesterday was having a laugh and a joke with Deli Ali after the match. Do you know, like, and that was the same criticism I heard right at the beginning when they lost 5 1 to Man U, and a few of the players were smiling and happy and joking with some of the United players. Um, and I don't know if it is a thing, but they seem to be saying that actually there's no fight. They're just, they're, they're acting like they're just happy to be here. 
Do you know what I mean? I haven't heard that one before, to be honest. Right, you know, that's the first. Right, okay. I mean, and but to be, and just to go back, to, I have to correct you on something, bro. Uh, right. Um, they didn't get thrashed yesterday. <laughs> no, no. You know what I, mean? I, I meant thrashed at the, the beginning. The five one yesterday. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, it wasn't a humiliation. They got beat. They got beat. It wasn't humiliation. But they got beat. It's not. It's not the way. It's okay. We have to correct Mirage several times. Anyway. We, he, he has I, that. I know, he has, man. I live in Leeds with him. I know what. It's yeah, like. he has that. He has that <laughs> kind of thing on people. So you know. Yeah. He, he, so, but Joe Tigers, no, right? Yeah, I apologize. It's his glasses. To, that's what it is. I'm not going to mention any company, right? Yeah, right. but. Uh, it's, uh, but what, what I wanted to ask, right? A serious question now. Do you think? I, I know the fans really love Bielsa. Um, I know. I know what he's like. Just from. How he's really admired up here in Leeds, getting them back into the top division, doing well last season, and he's well respected in footballing circles. Yeah, but do you think his time is coming to an end? That's a really good mm. question. It's a tricky one to answer. You know what? We can't obviously predict the future, right? <laughs> but, no, but take I, your heart out is, of it. No, but I, I think it is. I, I think I think this could be potentially his last season, not because of. Um, their current position in the league, not like that. Um, he, he's already walking uncharted territory. He's never been at a club this for this long ever before yeah. in his career, right? So you know who who knows what's going to happen. And he signs the his contract on the 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 day before the season starts. You know, it's you just don't know. But I, I think it might be because he's done the job that we needed him to do. He needs us to survive this season. Now we have to survive. Right. That's all it is. I don't think anyone's expecting Europe. I'm not expecting personally a top half finish. I'm not, I just want survival. Okay. Stabilize, bring in the money from the Premier League, buy some bloody players in summer. And build build on build a squad. Yeah. Yeah. Like as a basis, Leeds have got a good, you know, first team, you know, yeah. that, that can compete when they're yeah. all there, like you've mentioned, you know, with, without the injuries. But it's the the squad depth. They need to build squad that depth. squad. It's nothing yeah. there, bro. Nothing there at all. So, and this is the issue. If they if they build their squad up, and they, they just need to stabilize, and they need to consolidate and build, and that's what they need to do. Now, Bielsa may stay there to help them do that, but I, I do feel that people might think, well, come on, people know Bielsa now. They know his style. He's now you know yeah. even more known within the Premier League. Yes. People know how he's gonna play, yes. how he's gonna attack. They can second guesses a mile off. I agree. So I think we need some fresh tactics. Okay. Yeah. And I think well, sometimes that freshness is uh, a yeah. refreshing is good as well. So yeah. just I, I just wanted to say, talking about someone who's been at a club for a long time, and mm. you're going to like this segue. So from going from someone who's been at a club a long time to someone who's only been there a week and performed miracle, uh, thumbs up there for that segue. I know you, I knew you'd like it, right? But for someone who's only been there a week, <laughs> And um, performed a miracle, changed the way Aston Villa played. They they looked really good the other day. They Just were attacking, sharp. They, they were sharp. Yeah, it's a good way. They were sharp. Steven yeah. Gerrard um, yeah. and Rangers. At the, the first game they have without Rangers, they get battered. You know, <laughs> I know it was only two 0 but they, they three got, one. Really, they got battered three one. Three one. The, they, three, got they were looking three 0 Rangers yeah. were three 0 down in about thirty odd minutes, you know. So they got consolation, and and uh, now as a semi final, 
and of their of the Scottish version of the yeah, League yeah. Cup, and they're playing Celtic now. Hibs versus Celtic in the finals. It's a big, big game. Yeah. yeah. So the Gerard effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What What do you guys think? What What did you think of Villa's performance? I know we've said sharp, but they looked on it for Gerard. And I think I, I think I think Villa are one of the sides. They spent hundred million pounds in transfer markets. They've got already got a base of a good side in yeah. in that team. And I just think, I mean, maybe it's related to Bielsa in a way, where maybe Smith had grown a bit static at Villa, right? And uh, they've got some fresh ideas of French fresh impetus, and they've got their first game. Look, it's so early, right? Yeah, to say, okay, oh, what a great signing! Or it's 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 far too early for that. Yeah, one, oh, it's yeah. too early to call but, it uh, the next big thing. But, you know, but, the but, England but, job. Yeah, but Villa have come back, with, <laughs> <laughs> right? So Villa have um. I think Villa lost the five last five games in the track. Am I right or wrong or something similar? Something, yeah, something like that. You know, and uh, so they've come across and they've um, broken that duck. And uh, what two late goals? Eighty fourth minute and eighty ninth yeah. minute. So, so you know, it's it's a really good um, good thing. So, you know, we discussed Marazi. What, what, what did you make of uh, your old uh, my, my old mate? My old, your old mate. Yeah. <laughs> Right, um, skipper, but um, look, Gerard, you know, when he was a player, he's, he's one of those players that you could see would probably be a good manager because he's a leader type. Mm. Do you know, there's some players you can look at and you think, do you know what, even like Keno, you know, for you guys, Manchester United, Roy Keane, you could see he'd be a manager type because he's a leader type. Maybe his attitude got in the way a bit, but Gerard. Yeah, I always thought he'd make a really good manager. Um, you know, I, th- I think it was really disrespectful for them, you know, for the people saying, is this your stepping stone? Is this your audition for the Liverpool job? Because, to be honest with you, I wouldn't want him at Liverpool just yet. It's too early in his career. He's still got to learn. Yeah, he's done it in Scotland. He's won titles in Scotland. Um but now he's in England with a fairly big club with a decent squad, like you've mentioned, Navrad Singh. Mm. Um, let's see how he performs at Villa. If he shows progression with um, Villa, then maybe we can talk about having him as a as a future, you know, manager of a big club or maybe whoa, even England. Whoa, 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 whoa. Villa are a big club. Come on. <laughs> European, the European champions. I, I, again, I don't mean any disrespect. When I say big club, I mean, I should, let me rephrase. A club that's challenging for the league. Okay, so yeah. Listen, Villa are a big club in Man City. Right, yeah. So in, throughout his, in history, in historically, historically yeah. right, and, and so forth. So, but anyway, we, gonna... have the, we have this debate a lot, don't we? <laughs> right. But yeah, historically, I get yeah. Ja- what's your view on that? You know, up on it. who would you compare Gerard to for Leeds? Like uh, that, who'd go away and come back? I mean, what, what would, who would you say your comparison of uh, of Gerard for Leeds? You mean player wise? Leeds from player wise. Yeah, yeah, like a Liverpool legend going away, coming back to some other club, and hoping he does well, kind of thing. Well, that that would be something someone like David Batty, you know, mm. like a solid Leeds midfielder, hard, That's exactly like, what I was thinking. equivalent. Yeah. yeah. 
and going away, coming or like Mark Viduka was a legend for Leeds when he played. You know, four mm. goals against Liverpool, smashed it. On I, that still remember, I still awesome. remember. I still remember. Oh, mate! You know, if yeah. he came back and showed us how how he could score goals like that, yeah. those are the kinds of people who I would say if they came back. But Mark Viduka, I think he owns a coffee shop somewhere in Australia, <laughs> so he ain't gonna come back. I mean, um, I mean, with with Betty, I think uh, I mind saying he's on he's on the East Coast somewhere in America now, right? And, oh, is he? Uh, that's my understanding. Uh, yeah, because I read it on Twitter the other day. And uh, actually, right. actually, I'll tell you how I, uh, why that spring to mind, because Rio actually called him out on Twitter, right? Yo, has anybody heard of Dave Batty? He's off the scene, not heard from years. Yeah. Right? I don't know if, you want to, if anybody follows Rio on Twitter. I don't know, but I mean, it came up. And one of the responses he got was that he's actually living on the East Coast of America and he never actually was interested in football in the first place. It's just a means to an end. He just happened to be good at it. Right. Oh, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Oh, yeah. story that. That's interesting. Because yeah. he's, a, he's a Leeds lad as well. Yeah, he um, is. He went to school with a mates, with, with some mates. I think I think he went to Allerton Grange. Like, I think I know who you're going to say. I know what you're going right? to say. And they, and they told me that, you know, David Batty, we know him as a combative midfielder. But when he was at school and schoolboy level, he was a flair player. Do you know where he'd be like doing all the tricks and turning people, um, and that's the kind of player he was. But it just shows you when you go through the system, how you um, your style of play can change. Yeah. So you, and he became this combative midfielder, which um, yeah, I really, I I, th- I was thinking about David Batty. He'd be one of those that'd be a good manager, but I don't think he he doesn't want it. He's just retired now and. Yeah, if you haven't got the passion for it, life. yeah, yeah, if you haven't got the passion for it, then there's no no point in having him back as a manager or anything. But just going back to Gerard and thinking about, yeah. you know, like what he yeah. did with Aston Villa, you know, you look. I was just thinking back and looking back at the highlights. You know what? Yeah, Villa did look sharp, and I did say sharp earlier. But you know what? It was a bit of ping pong both sides. You know, Brighton had some chances too. You know, they could have got it in there. It was just that Ollie Watkins goal that really lifted him up. You know, with the way he just like. Struck it into that top corner. Yeah. That was just a, a really good goal. And I think that just lifted them up a notch to be able to really finish the game off. But it was actually an interesting match, you know, from both sides. Yeah. It, it, well, it was there was a positive feeling around the club, wasn't there? With, I think uh, there was a breath of fresh air, wasn't it? Someone, yeah. new, someone young, someone with fresh ideas. And I think that there's a, a positive sense around the whole stadium, uh, you know, looking at the highlights and stuff. Yeah, and just... Can, can you imagine, though, I know like we've mentioned Benitez a few times, but can you imagine if Gerard's next job after Villa is... Everton. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not <laughs> Liverpool, it's Everton. Garimjeet Singh, what do you think? Would you have him at Everton? I mean, especially, especially with, uh, with what you got at the moment. I mean, you're talking about Benitez. Would you do better than Benitez? What, what's your take on um, Benitez then? Okay, I think Rafa... Rafa... At Newcastle, he wasn't exactly pulling up trees. He thought of, um, he's like Mourinho. Do you know some players reach their peaks and they start going stale? I think Rafa's the same. The he seems to have gone stale like Everton. We're not we're not doing much. We're not attacking. We're not de- we're just defending. This is like boring, you know. Whereas everyone in the Premier League now, well, the big teams, City, um, Chelsea, and the other lot. From uh, Merseyside, uh, Liverpool, <laughs> they they they're attacking well, closing teams down. You know, Rafa still sort of like sit back, just pass around, be solid, and it hasn't quite worked at Everton because we haven't given him much money to spend. But we 
last few years we'd spent a lot of money, so the squad was there. And uh, I said at the start of the season, is if Rafa does well, the fans will always be with him. But as soon as the blip starts happening, that's when he's going to feel the heat. I wouldn't say the blip's in full swing, but I don't know. It's, he, like I said, it's, uh, I feel he's gone stale. And, Where's Everton um, in the league now? Sorry, if you, if you don't mind me asking. Nobody even knows. Does anybody care? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even well, know. They're, they're, they're 11th, the mid-table. Yeah. yeah but mid-table. after the last few years... You I know, mean, last few last few seasons when we had uh, Martinez, um, even Angelo E. Kuman, um, we were sort of like top six. You know, like everyone was predicting us, or we're breaking into the big four, we're breaking into the big four and stuff. And then mm. Angelo E. went last season. At the beginning of last season, we were we had a really good run, and then with injuries like Danasin, size of the squad. This year, Rafa's not built on that at all. He's yeah. I don't know. It just it just I wouldn't say it's boring. It just He's not brought some any sort of excitement. He just, I don't know, it's hard to explain. But you know, is it, but Benitez is, is, is a couple of wins away from fifth place. He is, but that's how got, tight it is. It is, but the team is above him. We've got to lose as well for them to catch up. So it's got it's, it's got to be a two way street. Well, yeah, well, man, yeah. man, you're above them, so yeah. they haven't had a great run though. Yeah, if you look at Everton, they haven't had a great run. They've had what in the past five games? They've lost four. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've lost to West Ham. We've lost to. The, the only decent result we could say we've had is away at the draw at United Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. given. You know, yeah, that's something. And then <laughs> well, that was a good Oli team, so anybody could do that, so it's fine. Well, last few weeks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last well, two. That's it. That's the last six weeks have been terrible. So. The, the thing, after what you just said, look, to be fair, Everton went there and got a draw. Yeah. Everybody else was winning. So yeah, Everton. I've been playing bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Boom, boom. Least comedians. <laughs> we still uh, got a manager though. <laughs> <laughs> a manager that you want out. <laughs> All right. But you know, but, but, but Benitez has never really played exciting football, has he? Really, you know, it's always been conservative, right? Um, let's be defensively strong, right? And let's. Find some magic. Built, built from the back. Built from the back, yeah. Built from the back type player. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even when, when he was at Liverpool. I mean, uh, not only, yeah, not only that. We I didn't really that... have world-class strikers. Yeah. Um, I mean, Owen left. And after Owen, who did we have? We had... Um... Yeah, Suarez, Goofy. Uh, sorry, Suarez, isn't it? So... No, no, he never, he never bought Suarez. Dalglish bought Suarez. No, but Torres. he... Uh... He didn't have Torres either, I don't think. He left before Torres. No, he did. He had he had Morientes, he had Torres. Luis Garcia. He was more of a winger. Yeah. He had Crouch. He had Alonso as well. Right. So he had he had solid midfield, he had mm. solid defense, but he never had really like you know solid strikers to play with. You know, like the world-class strikers I'm on about. Engog. Engog. Exactly. You see what I mean? So that was his mindset. It's like build from the back. And we, we'll get the goals that way, you know, coming down yeah. wide mm-hmm. and through midfield. Yeah, Gerard up front. That's yeah. who he used to play up front. Yeah. Um, so it's it's that sort of um he's got that sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. Whereas so you're right in what you're saying, he's a defensive minded coach. coach. Yeah. Same with Mourinho, they're from the same era. And maybe, you know, we're gonna come on to it, like you know, with fullbacks, wing backs, and styles of play. Mm. Maybe their style of play for when they were 
you know, at their peak, because you've got to remember Benitez has won um, the Spanish League, he's won Champions League, Europa mm. Leagues, mm. He's, 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 won, he's won stuff. But is he more suited for cups than leagues? Mm. You know, because like in a cup, you don't want to concede because yeah. you're trying to get through to the next round. Yeah. Whereas in a league, your mentality yeah. is slightly different. You need yeah. to score to get the points to win the league. Yeah. I, th- I think with Benitez, I think he's a manager who needs money to spend, right? To, to really prove what he is, uh, to shape the team and what he wants. You know, I mean, I, th- I think we talk about, you know, um, Steve Bruce, well, and, I, and I can see uh, somebody's got their little name as Bruce's at the wheel, right? Yeah. Bruce's I mean, at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, at Newcastle, you know, Steve Bruce took a lot of steps from the day he walked in all the way to the, to the end. Yet they still sang Benitez's praises, even though Steve Bruce had a better record right, than Benitez, right? Yeah, at Newcastle, he took more stick, even though being right. a Geordie boy as well and a Newcastle not- fan, right? Benitez got more uh, more praise, which I find shocking to be honest, uh, you know, look, so, and you know, disrespectful for, as well. So. For, for Steve Bruce being a United legend, mm. right? But you've got to give him respect. He is 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 a manager. He knows where he lies. Do you know? He's mm. he's not one of these that says I should be at the top clubs challenging for league titles. I don't think he anybody knows. ever says that, do they? I mean, if somebody's offered a top job, they'll take it. I mean, no one actually says that. Mourinho, but, come on. You know, you have to have you have to have a bit of an ego. You, you know, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, to be a you winner. Yeah. But he's not the kind. You don't see him as the kind of. Yeah. Well, like let's compare him to egoistical. Yeah. You know, like Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Sam Allardyce yeah. is the kind of bunda that would praise himself yeah. all the time. Yeah. Whereas Steve Bruce seems a bit more humble. Mm. No, he is. He's he a is. good manager. I think yeah. he's had a lot of yeah. bad press over yeah. the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's someone that could do a job. Yeah. You know, mm. on a limited budget, for mm. one of these teams trying to break into the top. But he didn't do yeah. them very well at Newcastle, though, did he? I mean, they just like it's like a sinking ship there, wasn't it? Well, but but well, the thing is, well, that's they, just had, the... they had their owner who was just happy to avoid relegation so that yeah. Sports Direct and uh, Newcastle for him. branding. Yeah, Newcastle was, the bra- was a branding operation for uh, yeah. for for uh, Mike Mike Ashley, right? You know, and at the end of what the budget that Steve Bruce had to work with. He did the best with his budget, mm-hmm. and uh, he for the players that he had and the players he could bring in. He did he did what you would expect him to do with that budget and with the players that he was allowed to bring in. You know, so and he kept he kept them in the league. Yeah, he kept them in the league. But I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. talk about too much about Newcastle. But but you know, just the well, as we are talking about Newcastle, uh, you know, people say Dave, uh, um, Howe's first game in charge. Eddie Howe. Eddie yeah. Howe's first game in charge. Although Eddie Howe wasn't there, <laughs> he was in the hotel because he wasn't well. Yeah, he was in COVID. Right, yeah. COVID yeah. and uh, it was 3 3 for, with the uh, with mighty Brentford Bees. Come Brentford. on, you Bees. Right, you know, and uh, so, um, you know, Bees, I thought they were lucky they should have beaten Newcastle. But, uh, but that was that was a backwards and forwards game as well. I was listening to that on the radio coming back yeah. from uh, Gutka class. Yeah. Um, and, and I was listening to it. 1 0 like, New, right. one, one Newcastle. 1 0, 1 1. Then it's 2 1 to Brentford. Then it's yeah. 2 2. Then it's 3 2 to Brentford. And then, and and then, then they, three, 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 three. You know, so um, and and they got they got the draw, but uh, it's a good result for Brentford because at the end day they played against an established uh, Premier League side away from yeah. home, and they come back with a point. You know, so 
it's it's a good point for uh, Brentford, not a great point for Newcastle, who still yeah, find, who finds Brentford. us bottom of the league. And, but the uh, thing is with Newcastle, that the, the, sorry, Jandeep Singh, I, I was just going to say, the performance for Newcastle was better than it's been over the last few weeks, even though they still didn't yeah. get a win. Yeah, they showed signs of improvement, which is what you want when a new manager comes in. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, they look yeah. they they from what again the highlights are that words look looks like a team that wouldn't want to give up. You know, they yeah. wanted to keep on going. That's why they kept on getting yeah. them draws and they kept on yeah. getting them from a goal behind. Yeah. If you look at like Brentford, you know, remember at the start of the season, Brentford were on fire. Everyone's yeah. like, whoa, check it out. I even heard people saying, compare them to, to Leeds in their first season. They had that like proper, you know, they're so excited that they're there and they were smashing it all up. But yeah. now when you look at their charts, so they've, in their past five games, They've lost four and they've only drawn this one now with, with Newcastle. Yeah, but so Jared, they were quite high up in the table. They've just like come down a bit. Yeah, but Jared, but like, I actually am not too far from Brentford. I do go to a couple of games. Right oh, now. okay. And uh, I went to the Chelsea game, for example. Believe me when I say this, right, yeah? Brentford were the better side, right? And Lukaku wasn't even non-existent and they should have won. It's only for their goalkeeper, Chelsea's goalkeeper, that Brentford did not score. And I think this has been acknowledged as well by the Chelsea, by Tuchel as well, you know, that, and, um, and and so on. So it's just really unfortunate Brentford actually lost that game. Um, yeah. Against Norwich, Brentford should have done a lot better, right? Mm. But oh, mm. it seems as if Norwich knew that this was their manager's last game and they kind of really upped their game, took their two chances that they had. And uh, it's just one of those things. But some because sometimes you get into a little bit of a rut, right? Yeah, and you can't get out of it. But now yeah. I think I, that's why I think it was Brentford went away from home. They've stopped that gap. They've, they're going to come back happy, scoring three goals right away from home in a, a in front of fifty or thousand fans, right? Yeah, we're in a hostile territory, and and, they'll be, and that should be them going confidence boost, going getting going again for the next round. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know. So I don't really have a, you know, I'm not we, saying we, we got the next. You, you got, got the next, next, yeah. Okay, yeah. good uh, luck. I, What's the new stadium called? I keep thinking Griffin Park. It's the Brentford, Commu- Brentford Community Stadium. Okay, okay. Brentford Community Centre, did you say? Smet Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> stadium, stadium. You know, so I mean, moving on, what, 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 Chelsea keep going on, eh? Top of the league, 3 0. You know, they're so smashing uh, they're smashing. I mean, I know we don't like defensive systems or Mourinho's boring style of football, right? Yeah. But Tuchel has got a strong, strong uh, unit. Organized defensive setup and who take their chances, scoring goals from midfield. Their fullbacks are scoring goals, right? You know, and and that's and they're, and they're, and they're a very difficult team to score against. First and foremost, you know, I don't, I, I don't even rate them. even Kante scoring goals. That's what that's I mean. The, Kante and Rhys James, yeah, that's right. Kante, the, the, yeah. the defensive midfielder that's there, yeah. to break things up. His goal and at the weekend. It was a good goal it was, as well. It was a really good goal. Yeah. So, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, so uh, he took on a couple of players, went through a little bit unchallenged maybe, but but he took his chance and what, what a shot from outside the area. And uh, wrong-footed uh, Schmeichel, wasn't it? And uh, yeah. took his goal pretty well. You know, so that was a good goal, I can't say. You know, so, uh, yeah, he has that in his locker, I suppose. You know, I you remember know, he scored against United once, I think, as well, from the edge of the area. Uh, you know, talking of, of managers, um, as... And, you know, like we started with Bielsa saying, has his time mm. come to an end? Mm. Brendan Rodgers at Leicester, over the last few years, he's been progressing, progressing, progressing. And then this year, yeah. it looks like, yeah, there. He's, it's he's not really happening, his it? course. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. always, look, 
I know there's a lot of a lot of talk about uh, Rogers going to United, and it's all paper talk. I hope it stays that way. It's not that I think it's necessarily a bad manager, right? Yeah, I think he has tactics. I think he has know-how, and I, th- I think I think you know all that kind. Of, but what I I see a pattern. I see a pattern with Rogers. I think he starts off well, right? Yeah, and then just at, right when it matters, they wilt, right? Yeah. Yes. You look at you look at Liverpool. Realistic, they should have won the title in 2014. We should have, right? Yeah. Uh, then you had Gerard slip and all the kind of stuff, right? You know, the slip said it all. But sorry, sorry, did I mention the slip? Sorry. You know, you know when Gerard slip against Chelsea, right? But uh, for, or, so forget, forget, forget the slip, right? Yeah. But uh, what I mean after that, listen, right? if you carry on the way you're going, you'll be getting a pink slip, mate. Listen, right? We're gonna be, we'll be sacking you. I won't mention Jared slip against Chelsea again. Sorry. Right. Okay. Right. Go on. And <laughs> right. But then you look at you look at the last few seasons as well with Leicester. Right. There seemed certainties. Second yeah, place, they, they, third place. Oh, they're, they're ten points in front top in front of so and so. But the last few games, they've just kind of wilted away and they've dropped out the top five. Last game of the season against United. Last game against Chelsea. The last two seasons as well. And this you know, season, you know, they're like struggling a little bit. Yeah. I, I know this might sound controversial to Leicester fans, mm. but I think them winning the FA Cup last year mm. saved him, gave him an extra season. Uh, yeah. Season, Otherwise, potentially, they could have replaced him at the end of last season. But they did well, though, last season, season, Leicester. They, they didn't do that bad. You know what I mean? They, 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 they they're kind of missed right. out, though. Fun, they? I mean, he, he's, he's not he progressed, has he? He he came out fighting the other after the game. He said he's really disappointed that the crowd started booing at half time when they were two 0 down to the European champions, right? Because that's that's his wording, right? Yeah, the European champions. They started booing because we need to remember that we don't have the same budget as these other teams, right? We are we are we are put, punching above our weight, right? Yeah, and, and he said it as it is, right? Now, now people can look at that as an excuse, but I kind of I see where he's coming from. He, they are punching. Above what they have spent, or what they can afford, maybe right. And uh, he's done. They've done a re- really good job. He's done a really good job. And unfortunately, the depth of squad, right, has probably been a bit of a cause to that uh, to the end of seasons where I think um, their um, yeah. Madison was out in the last season as well. Yeah, yeah. And Telemans and, um, is out now. Right, you know, so they do have their own injury problems as well. They're, mi- uh, they're missing that uh, defender at the back who broke his leg. Uh, he's quite good. Wesley yeah. something. Wesley, it's not... Bonfana. Um, Bonfana, Bonfana, yeah, yeah. That's it. Bonfana. Bonfana, that's right. And, uh, you know, so those are the, the mitigating circumstances as, as yeah, well for it, Leicester. It, it sounds like a very similar story to Leeds. We were talking about it before when we were at the depth of the squad. And, you know, yeah. I, I feel... You know, when you were saying those things about you know, punching above their weight, I feel Leeds are kind of in a similar situation because yeah. they've, they've got the fire, but just haven't got their depth in the squad. But just going back to Thomas Tuchel, I've got to say, right, I, I really admire him as a manager. I don't particularly like Chelsea, yeah? Yeah. But as a manager, I've got a lot of... No, but seriously, no, but as a... As a, as a manager, I got a lot of admiration from, you know, coming in last year, uh, earlier in last season, taking yeah. over from Lampard with the same squad and yeah. absolutely annihilating it and, you know, getting the Champions League win. Mm. And now he's like at the top of the table. I, I'm, I actually like his style, the way he's playing. I don't like Chelsea. I'll say it again. Yeah. But, you know, as a manager, he's, he's, he's really on it. He's up there. Yeah, no, he is. No, he absolutely is. I think before people thought, okay, 
He's, he's, um, he's managed in what people affectionately call the Farmers League, right, over, over, across the channel there, right in France, <laughs> right? And, uh, but, you know, he, so it was, how is he going to fare in this country? But, you know, he's come across and he's done very, very, like I said, listen, he's won the European Cup, right, in his first few months as yep. a manager. Yeah. You know, and it's no no mean task, right? But obviously, I always think that the, the winning the league is always the pinnacle, right? It's much more tougher than the Champions League, right? Uh, but ultimately, you know, and I think this season they got a very for me they're favourites, you know, they're, yeah, they are favourites along along Definitely. with City, right? You know, um, he's also quite lucky though that he's he's accum- he's um you know acquired a ready built world class squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you know, yeah, you know, there's two parts to the game, isn't it? Your squad and the quality you've got, and mm. obviously your skills and your style and stuff. That's you it, certainly absolutely. got them both, and that's why they're winning the league right now. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And the depth of squad, man, that's really, oh, really important. You know? So, um, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, although I'm not gonna, we don't stay, spend too long on this one because it wasn't the most exciting game, but it was a uh, Wolves have burst West Ham's bubble. All right, so uh, so Wolves won, uh, West Ham nil. Good result, my hometown club as well. So uh, you know, um, born in Wolverhampton, and uh, so I'm really really have Wolves now. So and then um, Man City three, Liverpool Everton nil. We expected that because Billy says bubbles, bubble never blew anyway. All right, yeah, all right. So uh, one thing, one thing I wouldn't say about that game was that yeah. the assist for the first goal was uh, yeah. I don't know if anyone saw it. It was quality. Was, well, uh, you know Con- what it was, yes, the fullback left foot, uh, kind of Conso, what's his, yeah, No, no, what's his name? That's his name, uh, Consal. Is his name? What's his name? Concello, Concello, Concello. Look, we know who you're on the back. Manchester City's <laughs> left back, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a great pass. That's on his right foot, right? You know, good finish as well. Solid goal, yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. But, but you know, what a, what a pass, you know, so mm. broke the Everton hearts. I think, I think, uh, Everton went there looking for a draw, and I think, uh, Pep had a bit of a a bit of a pep had a pop at the end, all right. Saying it's not always easy playing when you're playing with 10 defenders against 10 players <laughs> at the back, right? It broke them down and stuff like that, you know. So, yeah, you know, I think Everton went there to defend as soon as they see that first game, first goal. Sorry, the game plan ran out the window, they never had one. It's over, you know? it's over, you know. So, that's the danger. There, there, there's you, no plan B, there's no plan B, you know. So, that, that was what happened in that game, I suppose, you know. and um Liverpool four, Arsenal nil. I think that's a bit of a trend over the years of the Premier League era. A big you know what? scoring I, I was game worried. at Anfield, mainly for I Liverpool. I was worried before the game. You know, so, I thought yeah. Arsenal uh, hitting a bit of form. They've got some good players. I mean, like Smith Rowe, yeah, uh, Saka, yeah, young, young, energetic players. Yeah, the, the keep the keeper, Arsenal's keeper. Mm. He made some brilliant saves. saves. Yeah, mm. do you know he? Yeah. He kept it to four, where it could yeah. have been like easily eight nil. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, um, but Jota's goal, the mm. way he sat the defenders down, and um, you know he kept his head. What a result? Like I say, before the match, I was a bit worried because Arsenal have been on form, um, and over the last few weeks, Liverpool have had their little blip. Um, but yeah, we're back. I mean, Melinda, what's okay. your take? Melinda, are you with us? I think Melinda is one as well. They are a resident Arsenal um, pundit. So uh, if he's not gone for a cup of coffee, 
All right, we can get Melinda on to get his view on the Arsenal game, but I think he's um, eating his aloo and parati, I think. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> either that, or he's thinking, oh my God, I don't really want to talk about being beaten 4 0. Yeah. Before the game, so, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of talk from, um, you know, like very Manchester United fans, right? You know, in our group, in our little WhatsApp group, <clears> put <throat> messages on that Arteta is the better manager than Klopp. He's got a better record. This, I that, didn't say yeah. that. I didn't. Say I know that. you didn't. I, I said very Manchester United fans. You're not very, <laughs> yeah. right? But there are a few in our group, right? And um, I didn't want to say nothing because I was actually waiting for the, the message that you said of Rad saying that when um, Manchester United win at the weekend, if and the Man United, yeah. Yeah. Right? no, you said when. No, no. I said if. <laughs> I said, if that manual go <laughs> so I was I was waiting on that one, but no, it's Arteta. There's another manager who's been under pressure. Yeah, the club sort of gave him a chance, and he's turned the fortunes around. Sometimes mm. a manager comes to the end of their tenure, but then sometimes some people need that. You know that Hansler, you know like that. We, we've got you. You just keep going for a bit. And he's yeah. turned Arsenal's fortunes around. We yeah. joked about it at the beginning of this season that yeah. Arsenal were relegation contenders. Mm. And now they're up there challenging mm. for a European spot. So, no, listen, Arteta. what they're doing, they're, they're accumulating uh, safety points from relegation at the moment. So that's what they're doing. <laughs> right. but, uh, <laughs> There's one way to look at it. But, I mean, Arteta, last season, he, he wasn't particularly great. I remember they only finished one position above Leeds last season, and in, in, I think they were yeah. eighth in the, in the league. Um, yeah. but, but this season, Arsenal have been doing quite good. But that, that game with Liverpool... When I was looking, watching back at that game and looking at the goals and stuff, Liverpool at the moment, I feel like they're another Chelsea kind of style of play. They, they, I know, Barrage, don't get big-headed now, OK? Don't get too happy when I say this right. But seriously, Liverpool are on fire, man. I've got a lot of admiration for, like, Salah and, and you know, Mane when they're coming forward. And even Hen- Jordan Henderson, like, pops up now and again and he's actually doing some really good midfield battles and, you know, really getting the ball. Mm. I really think if, if Chelsea slip Liverpool, just like Man City, aren't that far behind, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've got a good chance, but I said right at the beginning of the season that I could see Chelsea winning this title. I got laughed at by people, but Chelsea Chelsea are doing it. Liverpool I, up there. I don't but, think um, I don't think Liverpool got the depth in squads, in my opinion. Right, for a that, whole... That's the thing, you know, yeah. we yeah, we, we've got we've yeah. got players. Because, that because, be I, because I think I think Couple of years, seasons ago, when you did win it, it was just a race between two sides, City and Liverpool. Chelsea were at the races. United still aren't at the races, right? Um, and and so Tottenham on. Tottenham were up there. Right. Tottenham were well. Tottenham. <laughs> Listen, come on. Are you, not, are you having a joke? Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not no. right. Singer, come on. We've got some evidence. Come on, come on. Right. But no, no. But on a serious, on a right. serious note. But uh, right. Um, Wait, this season, yeah, we're looking good going forward. My yeah. worry is always this season is midfield mm. because um, we've got an aging midfield. Yeah, um, we had some youngsters coming through, mm. but they got they yeah. got injured. Do you know they got battered by Leeds United? Yeah, <laughs> come so. on, that, that was a bit below the belt. That was, that, I, that was, I take that, that back. Was a, I know. That was a Leeds United did had nothing to do with it. It's just like, you know, it's all local. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, he's, he's, he's a prospect, is Harvey Elliott. 
But, yeah. Um, he, all right, guys, so, we want to we want to uh, we want to just quickly touch on the um, segue. I'm going to do the Watford. segue about playing style. All right, Watford. go on. We want to quick touch the Watford. Look, first and foremost, you got to credit where to do Watford played the game this season, right? You know, and uh, took you not took the game to United uh, Ranieri, but pressing I like back, Ranieri, right? You I know, like and uh, and I think he's surprised. I think he took Ole by surprise. I think maybe he thought maybe maybe he, they underestimated Watford. Ha, a bit of a, after all those big games, right? The cities, the Liverpool's, the other sides, right? Yeah, Watford. Bit of a, we can, and before we play Chelsea, right? Yeah, and I think they underestimated Watford a little bit as well, right? And um, and the first half in particular, I think the second half United actually did play well, to be honest, until Maguire got sent off, right? And uh, but but up to that point, um, I thought Watford well done, well played, fair play, right? You know, and uh, they took the chance the first half. And uh, they were 2-0 up. They probably could have been more than 2-0 up half time. And I know people give Maguire a stick, right? But if you actually watch the first half and the whole game, which I did, Maguire was actually quite good in the first half. He made a lot of uh, elastic challenges, blocks, things like that. So he, he did his job in the first half. He wasn't to blame for, the, for any of the first two goals, right? But he was to blame for the final two goals because he wasn't on the pitch, all right? And, uh, all right. But uh, Van der Beek, Van der Beek, Van der Beek, he was his best game for United. And, and uh, you know, I'm telling you, he's just shown he's proved he can play that deeper role, yeah. right? You know, do you know uh, th- this new interim manager, whoever it is that they get? Listen, I think Van der Beek is the first name of the team sheet tomorrow. Yeah, he has to be. If he's not, he there's to. something, if he's not, there's something wrong. Well, something is funny wrong, thing is, but, funny <laughs> thing is, but sorry, no, the funny thing is. Uh, the last goal scored under Ole's... Uh, yeah, uh, well. is Van der Beek. <laughs> Van der Beek, yeah. No, no, absolutely. No, no, absolutely. You know, so he scored that good goal. You know, fair play to Ronaldo. Good assist as well. He could have gone for goal himself, but he saw straight down to uh, Van der Beek and, and scored, uh, scored, the, uh, scored the header. You know, so... And it looked like... From that point, it looked like only once the other team was going to score. And then Maguire, England player, right, you know? And uh, what a Sunday, Sunday league tackle that really was in mind of Sunday football, right? You know, Sunday morning. I don't mean to disrespect Sunday morning footballers, right? You know, Listen, but, but that I'll was tell you something with, with Harry Maguire when no. he plays for England, he's Paolo Maldini, when yeah. he plays for Manchester United, he's Paul Madeley. I think, I think a lot of that's to do with the uh, makeup of the side yeah. as well, with that midfield, the lack of protection and the, and his, and the partnership with Lindelof, Lindelof not really settling. There's a, there's a range of things, not just, uh, um, it could just be, the one thing, look, you know? It could be he's so, a bit more confident. I mean, he's only played... Is it England look, back for? Look, with Varane, he's, they've only played, what, three games together, right, yeah. you know? And, and, and you know, that, they've not had a chance to click together as well. So once Varane gets fit again... They'll have another run together. You know, then, then we'll so see. we've mentioned it before. Sometimes it's when you mm. look to your side mm. and who's with you. Mm. Some players build your confidence when you know you're playing with them. Yeah. Others, you look and you think, although they won't come out and say it, you yeah. think, well, oh, we're going to have a bad day. And then that puts you on the back foot. As a defender, yeah. you need to be 100% on top of your game all the time and you sh- can't have any doubts. No, no, absolutely. Maybe, absolutely, maybe absolutely. that's what he's got at United with, with England. Yeah. Maybe he's a bit you know? more comfortable. Who's he got? It's John Stones he plays with at England. Yeah, isn't John it? Stones, yeah. yeah. So. Who, where's John Stones playing now? City. Is he, he, he doesn't even get into the City team. He does, does he? he does, he does, he does. Is he playing he for City? Though, he? Yeah, yeah. The season before, he didn't get into City side. 
Right. Yeah. But last season, he felt he fought his way back in. Had a very yeah. good season, a very very good season. Last we see, right? And uh, he's back in the England team. And uh, and far as what if, look, United could a little cheeky bid for John Stones. No, not Anthony. And um, you, you've got your, you've no, got no, a no. partnership there. There's better defenders. There's better defenders of Stones as well in the world. Yeah, but right, right. if Maguire so. and and Stones work together really well, do you know what? Rather than Varane, no chance. Right, but, but uh, Varane. Varane Varan wants to be what Varan wants to leave. He's pretending to be. He's not. Listen, He's listen. Pretending. Talking of talking of defenders. Anyway, right, yeah, Styles. Right, the from the how that role fullbacks has changed. Oh, yeah. Right to wingbacks for some sides it works well. Some sides it doesn't work. It all depends on defense on, on the team as well. What tactics they want to use. Now, you know, I'm not greatest a fan of playing three at the back. You know, but if it works, it works. It's working for Tuchel. Right, you know, and, and and things like that, you know. So and with Reese James on on one side, and um, and on the other side we have Ben Chilwell uh, for, for Chelsea, and they're both working that wing back style, working pretty well. And you look at Liverpool style, you know, who do actually play with a four at the back. But yeah, we play four at the back. Right, but but their wing backs, sorry, but their full backs play more like wing backs, you know, yeah. because they're very energetic, young players. Whether age has got to do with it as well, I'm sure it has. To running up and down, but um, you know, I mean, Jaden Singh, what's what Jad, What's your view on that as well? On the fullbacks, you know, I I I actually like the the wingback style of play. You know, and, yeah. and I think Bielsa tries to try plays that kind of style, doesn't he? He often has a four one four one style of play, but then on the yeah. the, the wingers are always up and down. The, the 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 left and right midfielder are always up and down, crossing over from the left back and the, and the right back, almost like a wing back system. So yeah. it's kind of a, a right hybrid that he has. And, and I, I actually really like that style of play because I think with the wing back system, you get a faster play, get a lot more momentum, a lot more pink. It's almost sometimes it can be like a tennis match in it. And it goes, yeah. one, it's a lot more entertaining. And you know what? Ultimately, guys, I know it's passion for teams, but football is just, it's meant to be good entertainment. Last thing you want to see is, Boring Rafael yeah. Benitez style of play, you know. Everton just defend, defend. There were ten defenders. You don't want that. That's a it's a waste of a flipping ticket. You know, you want to actually see some entertainment. You know, you want to feel that adrenaline rush of seeing what's going on from side to side. I like yeah. the wing back system. You know, <laughs> long may it live forever. Yeah, I mean, but- it's why it's why England have got like fifty-seven right backs at the moment. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> in their squad, right? You know. Because I, th- I think it works for Liverpool because you have a good defensive midfielder. So when when the yeah. fullbacks push up, up when the yeah, fullbacks yeah. not only break up play, but when the fullbacks push up, you've got some just slot that little bit back as well to help yeah. the, uh, the the defensive three the protection, out as well. Protection, the protection, yeah. You've so, got with with Fabinho yeah. playing that role, and when Fabinho's out, sometimes Henderson plays there. Um, it, it, Milner can play in that position as well. Yeah, um, you know you have that. It becomes a three. Mm. But they're really, it's Liverpool have got your two centre-backs, um, Van Dijk and usually Matip, yeah. Robertson and Trent. And when they bomb forward, Fabinho sits back. That's why you don't see... Fabinho is actually a really good striker of the ball. And mm. if needed, he could be he could play behind the strikers as well. Mm. Um, but for Liverpool, yeah, he's playing in that defensive role um, because, yeah... And, and the other thing that really helps Liverpool is you've got Mane and Salah that actually come back and help the fullbacks. You know, like, um, 
if, if Trent is bombing forward or if Trent needs to come and um, take on a player, you're two wide wingers. They're not really wingers. Talking of styles, even like they're not like your traditional wingers because mm. you're playing in a three. Um, but, you know, Salah and Mane, they'll come back and help with the defensive duties as well. Yeah. So everybody needs to put in a shift. And I think that's yeah. the way modern football is now rather yeah. than, you know, just pass it out wide, fullbacks pass it to the wingers, wingers bomb down, mm. cross it in, headed goal, Alan Shearer 1-0. Yeah. You know? No, no, absolutely. That, because by, by doing that, what you're doing, you're freeing up players like Salah, right? instead of being yeah. stuck out right wing, the, the, you actually playing as the inside forward. right? Yeah, no. he can cut in, he can cut right. in, and, he can and, come deep. No, that's right. Go forward. No, absolutely. Because Sly is not obviously. I'm. I'm. I'm, You know. Don't tell any players who people watch Liverpool play. But Sly is not actually right winger. Right. Yeah. So he he plays just behind on the on behind the striker. So the inside forward, you could say, right on the right on for the right side. You know, and Mane comes in from the left. Where you have the fullbacks who who do the main wider work. Right. You're getting supplies in. You know things like that. And and Man City have a also play. With generally four at the back as well, but we have Carl Ward on one side and Cancelo right on the left, who bomb forward, who play that similar kind of system, right? Going forward, yeah. great on the ball, right? Passing, moving, starting things off, and get, getting a putting great, great, putting great through balls like we saw at the weekend against Everton, for example. You know, with the outside of the right foot, you know. So, um, you know, th- th- that's um, that's the new. I'm mean, on on the United front. I don't think we got the players to do that. Right, because I think while Shaw, I think Shaw could do it. I mean, he did it for England uh, in the Euros. He proved he can do it. But on the right hand side, we did try to get Trippier in, right? But um, Atletico weren't having it at the time. But Aaron Bazaka, no matter how good defensively he is, he's not the greatest going forward, you know. And um, and that's that's the and that's the shortfall we have we, for you not to try and copy the wing back system because you have to have two. Balanced on the, you can't play one wing back on left side and have just a normal fullback on the right. You have to have a cohesion with the side, and both should be able to do similarish kind of things on on on, a, on on either side. And we also don't have that defensive midfielder like a Firmino or a Kante, right? You know who who would be able to drop back and be protect that back four as they should. You know, but I, that's I, interesting I, you, you say that. Sorry, bro. But but you've yeah. got like you've got Fred and you've got McTominay in, in the squad, and they're meant to be solid defensive midfielders. Don't you think that they can drop back and cover the back uh, defenders there? Hey, if they could, wouldn't the Wyoming's new book be done by now? Right. <laughs> but, but no, no, for, actually no, with with, uh, with Fred, Fred is not is not a natural defensive midfielder, although he has been he he's been utilized in that role. Right, uh, he is more of a box to box kind of a midfielder who can go up and down and a lot of and that's energy. The way Brazil play, right? The way Brazil play, and you look, and, he, and that's for, why it looks better for Brazil. For Brazil, he plays very well, he's normally one of their best players. But when yeah. it comes to Old Trafford, right, he's being made to sit back and use his energy up, track and beat, track and beat. His passing isn't brilliant, to be honest with you, or shooting as well. Yeah, his passing isn't brilliant, right? Yeah, but maybe again, that's to do with the way the coaching or the or that's the way the system, to play. Though, isn't it? Right, that, you know? That's how Oli wanted it to be. That's why. Yeah. You know, that's why you need that fresh eyes, whoever that interim's going to be to bring it in. Yeah. To, totally refresh it. Mm. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. So McTominay again, right? Is he? He's not. He's not. Matic is our only recognised full-time defensive midfielder, right? Yeah. 
But he, again, he hasn't got the legs to play, right? Yeah. Week in, week out, week in, week out. And McTominay is a makeshift defensive midfielder again. He's just, again, McTominay is a um, box-to-box similar to Fred, you know? So, um, but they've been utilised in the defensive midfield role. Hence, why we have had a lot of problems last few years, right? Not protecting the back four. Why we get these uh, stupid goals. Why we concede first in a lot of the games before we before our strikers actually have to dig out, dig, dig everybody out of it again, you know? And um, and that's the same against United. We've got a great attacking lineup, and that's what's been got Oli out of a lot of uh, scrapes the last few years. Luke Shaw, um, though, on, so, on that side. No, Luke Shaw's great. I, I, I had not have a problem with Luke Shaw. He's, he's, he's had a revival. Yeah. He's, a, he's yeah, had a absolutely. revival, actually, under yeah. Oli, because before yeah. Oli, he was like nowhere, wasn't he? With and, under Mourinho, because Mourinho yeah, under Mourinho. His, yeah. Mourinho shot his confidence. Yeah, know? yeah. And, and Oli's fat, brought him back. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, Oli's so. brought him back. Yeah. And, and he's, Luke Shaw's a good player. He is um, a very good player. Maybe. Yeah, but but the thing is, like you say, you need the balance. You can't have it just mm. on the one side. That's right. Because um, the way Liverpool were, mm. you see, they've got it on both sides. And yet, yeah. if Trent is going down, Robertson yeah. will sit back, yeah, a little bit. Mm. But then when he needs it, because he's got the pace, he'll bomb him. And Trent can they play the ball to each other, cross field, yeah. and switch sides. It if is. you haven't got, if you know, like let's say, on one side down the left, mm. if. <clears throat> You know, like they're, they're packing that side. You need somebody on the other side where you can play the ball across field where the space is. And if, like you say, with Juan Bissaka, he's not doing it. And Chelsea are really good at this. Man City are good at this. Liverpool are good at this. They switch yeah. the play quite a lot, if you notice it. Um, and maybe that's why they're successful, because that's the way it is now. Um, I mean, it's no... No surprise that you know the 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 three currently successful teams mm. yeah, over the last few years are yeah. playing that style. Mm. So maybe yeah. some of the managers actually need to look at that and try yeah. and adapt to that kind of play yeah. into what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I agree. I think I think uh, a lot of teams nowadays like to sit back, you know, and defend like Everton. Sorry, right, but uh, <laughs> and that's where. And that's where, and that's where these wing backs come into handy because they come to extra attackers, an extra uh, point of attack, extra ideas, extra eyes. While the, you know, you you the attacking team can actually alter themselves, overload the area, get their own shirts in there as well, and get the wing backs to get the ball in and things like that but as just, well. So, just going so. back a bit, mm. I know it, it seems like it's a modern phenomena. It's but, not. It's not. But yeah. Brazil. The, the, the classic Brazil team from like the 90s, you know, they have played like that. You know, Roberto Carlos, Cafu on the other side. Mm. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Hodo used to always use 5 3 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I was just about to mention, I'll tell you who, who brought it into this country first and foremost was under Tottenham Hotspur and the Terry Venables, right? Yeah, back yeah. in the 90s. But, but he played, he played in Europe, hasn't he? Yeah. So, and he brought the 5 3 2 system. Right, and, yeah. and it didn't work at the time because it's like a sh- culture shock, right? You know, yeah. and it didn't work. And I, I think Fergie tried it once uh, when we had Laurent Blanc back in the 2001-2002 season, and we didn't end up winning. We conceded a lot of goals. We didn't end up winning the league that season, right? And um, it just didn't work for us that season either. They were playing three at the back. Yeah. We played, tried, but like, 
like you say, culture shock. Mm-hmm. Now, players are used to that from a younger age. Yeah. They're comfortable playing it. You know, when it's something new, sometimes yeah. you're just not comfortable with that style. It takes a bit of time yeah. to embed into the mindset of Absolutely. a club. Yeah. Um, and maybe it didn't work then. But now, mm. The, mm. the modern player is more used to that style. If you yeah. ask, If you ask a modern player to play... You know, the old school long ball British style where hoof and kick. I don't think they'll be able to play that, you know. Like like I mentioned, play it to the wing, winger crosses it in, header goal. Yeah. You know, teams don't play like that anymore. Yeah. So it's you know one, of the, the, one of those things. So I was going to add in, you know, with the, even look at all the Premier League champions throughout history, um, they've always actually played with width. Think about the great United teams, Beckham. Gigs, even Arsenal, yeah. they had Henri Perez on one side. Even the great Ancelotti team of 2010, um, they played with a lot of width. They had Fr- uh, Flora Maluda, Ashley Cole. Yeah. I can't remember who their right back was, but they used to spread the play really well. And I think it's a, just a classic football tactic that's always worked throughout the history of football. Get the ball wide, cross it in, and your centre forwards will do the job. I think Liverpool, spread the play. Liverpool do it really well. I think Trent and Robertson, their delivery is... Yeah. Second to none, the, one of the best or the best in the league at the moment. That, that's yeah. what you need. Another thing, yeah, your fullbacks could do that, but then you need to be able to have the delivery. Um, by the way, why did you keep Why Why did you keep Why Why I mean, that, that's it. You need to be able to deliver a ball as well. I mean, we've seen some players. I mean, Raheem Sterling in recent years has got better, but when he was at Liverpool, his thing was always, you know, he, he could beat the play, he could get the width, but his final ball was rubbish. Do you know? And we had Jordan Ibe as well. Um, and he was another one that, you know, could get the width, but the final ball wasn't um, mm. the best. So that's that's it now. I mean, if, you, if, if there's any youngsters listening, that's what you really need to do. You need to practice on your delivery. And um, the other day, it was the England game. They were, they were interviewing Trent. Um, and they're talking about his delivery. And you, you can only go by the people that have come before you. And even though he was a United player, David Beckham in that generation was probably the best deliverer of the ball. And Trent, when he was interviewed, he said, actually, I'm, I've modelled the way I play on Beckham, the way he delivers the ball. And they were showing footage. And he runs and kicks the ball in a similar way to the way Beckham did. So um, now I think youngsters are going to be looking at players like Trent, players like Robertson. Um, what's the Chelsea one called? Reese James and those kinds of players. And that's where the next generation is to look at. And that's what you need. You need your pace and you need delivery. That's what you need to practice, kids. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. 100%, 100%. You know, so... That's the styles, and, and I think that's the future of, the, the, of this country. I mean, I always find that England has a very slow nature in changing and to adapting, and Europe happens. And is, is, that a, is that a society comment or just about football with England not adapting to change? <laughs> you know what? Could, you could take that whichever way you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I find in football, right, England say, okay, we're playing this style, but we're not going to adopt the European style. But now, years later, we are adopting the European style, right? Yeah, but we're behind the behind the curve all the time, right? Because I don't know if it's arrogance of English football. I don't know. Like like Venables bought the five three two system, 
nobody wanted to adapt to it. Everybody was against it, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then now, 20 years later, they're all, they're all, everybody wants to have these wing-back situations. You know, uh, uh, again, so, I mean, you know. I think it's a sign of the times as well, because coaching-wise, yeah. uh, Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, again, these are all foreign managers. English managers generally don't play this play this system, and still to this day, I can't think of an English-British manager who plays the system. Well, you know, like, football's become a lot more European. I mean, when, when we started watching football, um, Navrad Singh, British players never really went into Europe and played in Europe. Now, a lot of youngsters are going to Europe um, and playing their trade there and coming over. Um, a lot of the quality youngsters as well. And it's the same with coaches. Now, before, when you did your coaching badges, you just went to, like, your Stockports or your Rochdales and did it at the lower league English clubs. Now, managers are going abroad, going to Holland, going to Germany, going to Spain and playing different styles, playing in different leagues. And even now, the managers that are coming through are getting that experience from other countries and other playing styles. Um, so the, the future, it's not... Uh, hopefully, England and British managers will be a bit more adaptive in the future. I think it's taken a bit of time, but the British game is now becoming a lot more diverse in its thinking. Baisab, I think you're muted. Uh, well, uh, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I, could see, I could see you talking. I could see your mouth moving. I don't thought what's going on here. Yeah, we can see the mouth moving. We can't hear what you're saying, but that's yeah. fine. All right, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I have that problem at home. You know that, right? And I'm talking. <laughs> and I'm I don't know why, but, <laughs> but uh, all right, guys. I want to thank, want to thank everyone for their time uh, for this podcast. Thank our panel. Uh, thank you to the listeners, and we want you to follow us, share our uh, podcast, um, comment, give us feedback and so forth, and our podcast discuss underscore sing on Instagram and um, SoundCloud and Anchor. And if you want to be part of our um, mailing list... Spotify as well. Spotify as well, absolutely right. So don't forget to search us on there, discuss uh, underscore or hyphen even sing. Um, and then you can follow us from there and even catch up with the older episodes as well, the old pods and so forth. You know, so uh, good listening on your way to work, put it on, right on your way back from work and you're sitting in rush hour, have a laugh, right, listen to us and uh, join in, share your views, right, email us and, at um, discussing at gmail.com for comments, for advice and, uh, and if you, hey guys, listen, if any one of you want to come onto our podcast as a guest, feel free, contact us, message us, let us know who you support Right, as long as it's not Liverpool, we'll put you on. Not a problem. Right, now. And if you're I'm a Man City fan, just oh, please. I'm, I'm joking about the Liverpool again. I'm joking about the Liverpool fan. We we do accept all from all classes of people. Don't worry. Right, but uh, yeah, like Bride said, that one mate, one Man City fan, Ajo, 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 we're still looking for you. We're, we're, we're going. We're day. going to Etihad on Wednesday yeah. for the, for the Ch Champions League game, and I'm going to be looking for that one, Brilliant. that one. Manchester City fan, if you're there, <laughs> come and 
come and visit us because there's going to be a few of us there. Yeah. So I'm I'm seeing living in my side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. So thank you again. Right. See you all. Vahe Guruji ka Khalsa. Vahe Guruji ki Fateh.